This episode of The Final Forecast is brought to you in part by The Book Exchange, where Mountaineers go since 1934. Recorded live in quarantine and social isolation in Morgantown and across the world with your hosts, Kevin Jones, Deshaun Butler, John Flowers, and our lovely co-host, Ashley. This is the Final Forecast, the official podcast of Best Virginia. What's going on, everybody? How you doing? This is the final forecast. I'm one of your hosts, Deshaun Butler, and I'm here with the entire cast today, which is strange. Um, awesome, Dave. Thank you so much. That was Dave. We know him, but that's enough of Dave. We have our amazing co-host, John Flowers. Yo, what's good? An even greater co-host, Kevin Jones. Wash popping. And an amazingly, amazingly wonderful person, and as wonderful, she's beautiful as well. Our lovely co-host, Ashley. That's me. How's everybody doing? I'm doing all right. Oh, yeah, don't forget Dave. Dave's there, too. Like, Fuck Dave. <laughs> we already mentioned him. God dang, Dave. I know, but he does a lot of work, and he cries a lot, too. I guess. Two times. What does he do more? Shut him up. What does he do more, work or cry? Oh, look at my African-American <laughs> Look at him. That, that's, his, that's his work right there. Yeah. Throw, pressing <laughs> that button and... Uh, <laughs> Overusing Trump's uh, vocals is what Dave does. But we love him now, nonetheless. So, guys, what's been up? I'm much chilling, man. Uh, I'm supposed to be in France right now, but uh, due to the COVID stuff, I can't leave for a while. So, yeah, just waiting to go. Why do you have to wait? I got to get a a working visa. Now you need a working visa to travel Mm. to Europe. So I got to... Make an appointment with the embassy, embassy, the French embassy, I think, mm-hmm. or something. So I'm just waiting. Wow. Hopefully it all works out. Hmm. I was curious how that was going to work with you guys going overseas, and with COVID and everything. I didn't know how other teams were were doing all this. You know. Yeah, it's it's rough. Yeah, they're pretty much locking out Americans. Like I feel like we're the country that nobody wants. <laughs> nobody <laughs> wants us to go there. So it's gonna be harder for us than most places, I think. Mm, that's sad. Yeah. If we get our shit together, just wear a damn mask. Is that all? Is that all we have to do? <laughs> it helps. It definitely helps. Does it though? Yeah, it does. The stats have proven. Have you not heard the stories? There was a woman that was a hairdresser. She wore a mask. All of her clients wore a mask when they came and seen her. She tested positive for the virus and not one client got the virus from her. Not one. So So she worked. (laughs) Wait, she worked while she had it? Yes. I mean she wasn't she wasn't well, she wasn't showing symptoms. How did she I mean, I assume she got it from someone else that had COVID. But what I just heard was, even though she was wearing a mask, she got COVID. No. When she was working, she wore a mask. I'm she just... could have got it from someone she lives with. I'm not sure who she got it from. 
She got it. Wearing a mask. So she didn't know that she had it before before she started working. Is what you're correct. saying? Okay, correct. Okay, got you. Because yeah. I was gonna say she's still working though. That's yeah. no, no. She didn't know. She didn't know she had it, but she did. But because she wore a mask and her clients were wearing a mask, um, you know, when you wear a mask, your aerosols can't leave. You know what? Aerosols. That's so what they you call. Spit out of your mouth, right? Correct. Yeah. So that's why a mask, me wearing a mask doesn't necessarily protect me. It protects you if I have it. That's why everybody should wear a mask. Gotcha. The more you know. (laughs) 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 Yeah. But, yo, this, uh, how about the start of sports again? I mean, baseball with NBA coming back uh, this past weekend, man. I'm I'm happy about it. No matter what the form was, it came back in. It's still still something to watch, something to do. What y'all think? NBA NBA is lit right now. You got basketball every single day. It's just Word. like a a basketball camp. That shit is is lit. Yeah, AAU style. I'm curious. I like it. Do you think? I don't know if you guys have talked to anyone, but do you think it's different for them without having the fans there? Of course, <laughs> of course. I mean, they have the virtual screen and everything with like fans. I don't even know how they do that with fans online and stuff, but it's still not the same as in the arena. You know, but they're right. But they're not, you know, they're not having any excuses. They're going out and playing hard and there's been good games. So it looks good. pretty normal on TV. Like, you know, what I mean, like, it's not really I'm not really missing the fans as much as I I thought I would, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it looks popping. Uh. You guys were to say it looks like, like a lot of fun. Not to mention, I mean, they're getting paid to play. So it's like, uh, right. <laughs> you go out there and you're playing in a gym. And you get paid to play. You love to play. You haven't played in a while. It's a it's a good uh, experience, nonetheless. Not to mention, it's something that everybody kind of was like waiting to come back because everybody's been uh, at each other's throats for the past like four months. So, yeah. yeah, they're keeping them all in the same location, right? Isn't that the deal? Mm-hmm. So they can't leave or anything. Yeah, but is there two different courts? Because I thought there was only one, but there's some games that are like half hour in between each other. So I guess they're using two different courts. Oh. Yeah, I think so. Like you played there before, right, Kev? Like in yeah, Florida, like, like AAU right? yeah, tournament. Yeah, exactly. So they got yeah. like multiple courts there, mm-hmm. and they got enough space to like separate everybody. I'm assuming. True. Hmm. True. Cool. True. Yeah. Also, where are the women playing exactly? I don't know. That's a good question. I am IMG Academy. So I heard it's not as good as Disneyland, but Disney World. (laughs) I mean, once again, they get opportunity to continue to keep playing. I watched a couple. I watched the Aces play like what two nights ago. That was pretty dope. But you watched the baseball game. I said the uh, the the Vegas, Vegas. Oh, the Las Vegas WNBA games. Yeah, is it messed up? Oh god. Oh, sorry. I was just gonna ask. Could you guys see yourselves like? being okay with being in a bubble for so long like those nba players are away from your house and stuff kj what were you going to say bro oh (laughs) what do you just go go past dave (laughs) i like it i like it wow sorry dave nobody cares about you but um anyway nah i was gonna say is it messed up that i was gonna say the wnba fans don't have they don't wnba don't have to worry about fans because they didn't have them in the first place oh kev Slap in the face. They definitely have fans. But I was I didn't say it. I was gonna say it. You You still said it. I was saying what if. I was saying what if. Uh, (laughs) I was thinking I think it was getting better. I think more fans were coming to the games and stuff. 
Not yeah. to mention, I mean, it's it's still basketball nonetheless. So if you get to watch some basketball, and not to mention, you know some of these people, yeah. so yeah. you get to watch some people you know play, and you're a fan of basketball. So not all the same exactly because you know NBA and WNBA isn't exactly the same. Do you think but, it's boring? Yeah. No, nah, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> Would you pay to go to a game? Yeah. In person? Yeah. I've hmm. been to games. I've paid to go to games before. Oh, really? A WNBA yeah. game? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, I don't believe that. <laughs> there you have it. I mean, it is what it is. Do you nah, think that's what it is for certain fans? Do you think that, like, the women, they believe that the women aren't on, like, the men's level? So maybe that's why they don't go or why they don't pay attention to the WNBA? I mean, uh, it's different. I kind of feel like it's just different. I mean, you know, it's like these guys are a little bit more athletic, obviously. I said a little bit. They're way more athletic. Freaking, <laughs> uh, they're stronger. You, the game is a little bit faster. So it's like, it just looks different in comparison mm. when you watch the games. But in terms of like, you know, watching basketball in general, it's still entertaining. It's not like it's any less entertaining. Like mm-hmm. I, to me, I mean, I don't, obviously you don't see Duncan and stuff like that, but it's not, that's never really been something I was capable of doing. So it's not that big a deal to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think, yeah, I, I think the people, <laughs> I think the people who actually know basketball, the WNBA is, is good to watch because they actually like shout out to them because they play a good, they play good brand of basketball. But if you're going, if you're going for the dunks and the athleticism of the game, which most people do watching the NBA, then it's just not the same. Mm. Casey, I have a really good question, Casey and Day. Uh, could you see yourself playing in in like the bubble, like being away from your family and stuff for this long? And... Mm. That's a, That's question a great question, you. John, that I haven't heard before. So Thank I'm going to answer that. I, I don't see. <laughs> That sounds like it, um, but I don't. That's that's tough, man. I mean, if I'm getting paid to do a job, then you know, you it is what it is. Being away from your family and in, all in one place, you're gonna get you're gonna get antsy. But it's your job, so yeah, it's kind yeah. of like being overseas. Yeah, exactly. Very much so. I mean, that's why I said I didn't really understand like how bad that could be. Like, they're still in America. They're right. still uh, playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's barbershops and everything put there for the guys. Like, the food's definitely going to be there. They're, they're walking through the halls of Disney World. No one has that luxury when they play overseas. So it's not that big a deal. You know? It really sounds like heaven, bro. Like, like Almost. It's like if they were like, yeah, you could play your overseas basketball season at Disney World in a bubble, I'd be like, yeah, let's do that. Uh, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, wasn't a few players making it seem like they were just like trapped in this one room and they were feeding them like airplane food and stuff like that? Like, they just weren't having any accommodations. I feel like they tried to make it. No, because uh, one of the NBA players, I think it was, I don't want to get the name wrong, so but there's a lot of them. Right? Somebody, yeah, somebody posted like the food that they were getting and they were just talking about how the service was so bad there and they can't do what they want to do. I think it was just a little bit of crying, whining, but I think that was just the first, my inside source is telling me that was just the first couple of days where they had the quarantine. Like they really couldn't leave the room. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Now that everybody's like kind of like safe. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, it's a little bit better now. So is zero zero tests. I mean zero positive tests. So they're doing a really good job. Well, that's which, good. Which is Javon, always great. Javon Carter's playing really well. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Locking as, up as usual. <laughs> yeah, man. He's going. He's going to keep that job, man. If he he keeps on playing like that, he's going to get paid. Like because he still was his second year, right? This yeah. is second. Yeah, I want to say second year. So. Yep. 
out of that, he keep playing like this out of that rookie contract or whatever, he gonna he gonna get paid. How long is a rookie contract? Two plus two, right? Usually. Yeah, if you're a second rounder, isn't it? If you're a second rounder, oh, two if you're years, a second rounder, she, it just depends on what your contract is. Yeah, like, true. Because not nothing really guaranteed. What, is, what, is, what does that mean? Two plus two, like after the two years, you renegotiate? Nah, there's no renegotiation. It's like um, you have two years, and if the team wants you, mm-hmm. then they opt you back in for two years, and it depends on the amount they like you and them can come together. But they can't give you an, a crazy amount of money. Mm. Like you can't get like like I guess it's like the Gilbert Arenas rule. Like you can't like go from like making like two million dollars to all of a sudden making like a hundred. Like you can't do that, but you can. Mm-hmm. You can like make somewhere between I want to say maybe fifty to eighty million dollars, which is great money. I mean, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but not like freaking the uh, the guy that you're franchising money, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's an exciting time for him for sure. You know what I mean? Special. That's amazing. <laughs> Lucky. Hey, hey, John, you said something uh, a little a little bit ago about the comparing overseas to the NBA and being in a bubble and everything. Do y'all think it's harder? playing overseas than it is in the NBA. Obviously, the talent isn't the same, but just as far as do you think NBA guys could play overseas for months and have to deal with the conditions sometimes that you have to deal with and still be able to play and be productive? Y'all think that's – what do y'all think about that? Can they play? Yeah, they can play. Is it going to be like – is everyone going to be as successful as one another? Nah, I doubt it. Like it's – just the game's very different, more or less. I mean – I just I feel like the guys like after you get accustomed to playing the NBA, it's not going to be easy for you to go back to playing <laughs> like yeah. another way, like the older exactly. way, like in a sense, like playing. Be, it'll for some guys, bigger guys, they can stand in the paint and so on and so forth. That's different. I mean, that's the like you know you can get accustomed to that, but just the way they play, the style of play, the guards I feel like are a little bit more physical than in the NBA, where you can't really put hands on as many people. Mm-hmm. Like it's different. The bigs can play physically. Like I feel like the bigs don't have an issue transferring as much, but it's always like I feel like the wings and guards have an issue. And not to mention just people just being in another country, they just don't like it. Like you yeah. know, yeah. guys, yeah. Kevin, that are really good that play in the G League that can easily make a ton of money overseas that just refuse to go. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what I was gonna say. I was thinking more of like the outside aspect, not even the basketball point, because you know they got the talent to play whatever, yeah. no matter what the circumstances exactly. are, they can play on the court. I'm thinking more of just the outside stuff that you got to deal with. Bro, yeah. I don't think I don't think people realize how spoiled these NBA players are, bro. Like with everything. <laughs> Like I'm not to spoil. It's just like more or less like if you have the money to do certain things, like they're they're putting their money to use. But it's not it's not even that though. It's the the team. Like when I went up to, it just depends. When I went up to uh Joe's, I mean, just looking at Joe's thing and his setup and stuff. Like they have food, a chef in the practice facility. They have uh everything you need, like right there. And you go overseas, like none of these. I mean, not a lot of these clubs have all that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. true, but that's like the money that it generates. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like you have to look at the owners and so on and so forth. Like most of the teams overseas don't own their own facilities, except for a practice facility. They don't own the main arena. Like most of them rent that out. Like the, and some of them rent out their practice facilities too. Like they don't own a specific part of land. Yeah, like they don't that's what I mean. So like if you're going from the NBA and you're used to all this extravagant stuff every day, yeah. flying everywhere, private jets, uh all this other stuff. And then you're yeah. hopping on uh how how what's the longest bus ride you ever rode, Deshaun? Sheesh. Uh, <laughs> I had an eight hour one before. Eight, uh, nine hours. 
Yeah. Then you're hopping on eight hour bus rides and you yeah. get a, a sal- ham sandwich. <laughs> a ham sandwich. You ham might sandwich. be like, yo, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, some people might not enjoy that as much, but then they don't have to because <laughs> because either whoever it is that owns the team has had enough money to set all that stuff out. Like I know some overseas teams that like, you know, that have good money and they take care of their players. They wash their clothes. They do all that stuff. They're like basketball stuff for me. Right. Like, and that was something I hadn't had happen since I was like around the NBA, like, or shit, even G League, I would say like, I just didn't have that. It wasn't like a custom. Like it was more or less like, we'll wash your, your game jerseys and stuff like that, but you got to wash your own clothes, which is not that big a deal now, you know, to me now it wasn't anything, but I was just like, oh, I got to do this myself. Yeah, like, yeah it, it was kind of like a shock going from college and going from the, that to coming over here doing these little things by myself but after i like did him for like eight nine years it's not i kind of don't even look at it like as me being spoiled or anything it's just like i wasn't it, it just wasn't a custom for me like all the other guys around me did it <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's just like it was me getting accustomed to it really <laughs> Shout out to the Book Exchange too, man. They've been supporters of the Final Forecast for a while now. Whoop, whoop. And, uh, you know, they got the great gear. You can go get your hoodies. You can go get, you know, sweatpants, jerseys, all types of stuff in there. Uh, I think they're giving away some shoes too. Some WVU Nikes. Yeah, the new pair, man. That's going to be awesome. But you can only get them here on the Final Forecast. And don't forget... Because we're us. If you go to the book exchange, <laughs> make sure that you use the code BX4 Final Four. That's BX the number four Final Four, and you can get twenty five percent off. That's tough. So they can only get those Nikes here with us on the Final Forecast. Awesome. Anybody can win this, correct? Yes. Hmm, interesting. I wonder. Yeah. If I so. Can, wonder if I can you can get anything from the book exchange in person or online. They also have sanitizer. Uh, mass safety in their store, social distancing, all that stuff. Don't forget that. Yes. I'm, I might need to stop by there, actually. Because we like we, we can't go to the project store to get gear. <laughs> yeah, that's over with. Can't go anywhere. Well, we can go to the book exchange. Yeah, I think I'll do that. I think I'll stop in there. Shout out to them. And thank you for sending Violet a box of clothes. I really appreciate Aww. it. That was that was Great. That's so nice. Mountains of the future. Probably, what'd you say? I said Mountaineers of the future. Ah, don't think she's going. Oh, to she is. <gasps> don't worry, you'll be what? here for another no, no, eighteen years. Slapping, slapping Congrats. <laughs> but you'll we will wear the clothes from Book Exchange. <laughs> we'll represent. We will Absolutely. represent. If you love to show your WVU school spirit with the latest fashion and styles, and with a wide selection of WV merch. Check out the Book Exchange at bookexchangewv.com. Save 25% off your order with promo code BX4FINAL4. While we're talking about college, I want to get your guys' opinion on this because there's talk about there being fall sports and spring sports and, and all that. These college players don't get paid, but yet they're being asked to play. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, can they get paid now off their likeness? Or no? Is that next? Mm, I don't. I don't think it's happening right now. But I can look it up. 
that still think I've, about players who don't have a likeness that would sell. You know what I'm saying? Say you're a freshman, yeah. you're coming in, whatever, and you're being asked, yeah, there's a pandemic, but you're going to need to play. Can play it? You what if uh would you look at a player sideways if he decided to like um like the professional players do to opt out or can you opt? You think you could opt out if that's what I want this case because yeah. yeah. I feel like opt this would out. be a special case to do it. <laughs> oh yeah, you can opt out. Like they don't pay you. I think, I think they lose their scholarship though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah that's different. Cool. You like yeah, I don't want to go here if you're. I mean, if you don't want to, if you don't want these guys to like get sick and shit, I don't see the issue. Like if you're forcing I think, people to play, like. It's kind of strange. I think that in this situation, they should at least have the option. Like, if you guys want to play, you can play. If not, we understand. Like, this is just a different kind of situation in, right now. So yeah. I wouldn't be mad at somebody if there's like, no, nah, I refuse to play because somebody around them, somebody close to them has, you know, this can affect them or or have like somebody around them could die off of, or, off of this. So I don't, I wouldn't be mad at them. Yeah, Definitely there's not. been some articles talking about how there's athletes from 10 schools who said that they were dissatisfied with how their universities were handling the coronavirus and an approach that they say where they're prioritizing money over safety. So, I mean, there's, I don't know, man, there's just so much going on. And I, I yeah. feel as you as a person, you should be able to say, I, I can't do this. You know, they shouldn't be complaining at all. Apparently, <clears throat> No one should have an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> They school. Sit there. <laughs> school is doing so much for them. They have to sit there and just take it. So, yeah, that shit is crazy. But <laughs> yeah. take shit it. Is crazy. <laughs> I, argue, I argue with people on Twitter about that stuff all the time. It's life. Speaking of which, didn't you tweet something recently that was a little controversial there, John? Yeah, I tweet a lot of controversial stuff. Did you guys hear about the football coach here? What, do you, what happened with him? Anyone have any? Oh, Vic Coning. God. Yeah, what happened? Can you let us in on the details of that case or whatever uh, happened? I kind of like so, heard a little bit. Go ahead, Ash. You probably know way more. Well, I don't know. I mean, I know what he was like talking to players in a inappropriate manner. And apparently some of the things that he – and let me find the direct quotes because I don't want to misquote someone. Yeah, please. When you say inappropriate, does that mean racial slurs or he just was nah, like, yelling like, at them religion, and cursing at them? I think he was more like talking about religion, was he not, Ash? To, um, I don't know. It wasn't. There was more than that. Oh, was it? Oh yeah. See there yeah, you go. I'm glad. Uh, yeah, let's just let's just wait for the details. I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on. Let me. I think I have it. Yeah. So Kerry Martin Jr. He's our true sophomore safety. He made claims of racism Ooh. towards the coach. So Martin listed several incidents that involved coning. One of which included him using the word. I'm gonna have to say it. Quote retarded towards Martin after he made a mistake during summer workouts in 2019 and another describing him openly debating the protests going on around the country with the student athletes. Mm. And obviously we're in an uneasy climate in 2020 anyway. Um, and many people on social media started calling for his job. And of course that's when things got out of hand. Keep in mind mm. that guy wrote an open letter discussing some of the things that had happened in practice and apparently it upset some people. So just let me get this straight. I heard yeah. he was uh, talking about religion to a Muslim player. He's a, a Muslim player. And he yeah. was, so this guy like, what's this? I see, I didn't see anything about religion. Yeah, that's what that's what I heard this, that was the case. But I could be, like, that's why I said I could be false. I could be extremely wrong. I heard okay. that he was basically like, uh, not antagonizing the kid about like why his religion makes sense as opposed mm -hmm. to that kid's religion. That was kind of like what I was hearing more or less like yeah like more yeah. or less like this coach was like constantly like 
like debating this kid's religion to him, like around other teammates. And it okay. He was he was he was Muslim, so he couldn't uh, attend some practices. He couldn't eat pork and stuff like that. And you know, they want him to right. get his weight up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he was basically like, "You picked the wrong religion. You need to eat pork. You need to do this. You need to do wow. that." Wow. Oh man! Wow, I feel like you don't normally hear that. I mean, he just converted to Muslim. I just wrote a, I wrote something about that. That's that's crazy. And apparently, he wasn't the only one. According to the article in Sports Illustrated, um, they talked about how he was alienating both Martin and former West Virginia defensive back Derek Pitts. Yeah, Pitts over their religious beliefs. That's when he used the slur for mental illness and direction of players during practice. And he also used insensitive language toward the back Black Lives Matter protesters in a Zoom video conference meeting with his players. Mm-hmm. So it goes deep. Now, could you imagine a Muslim coach <laughs> saying that about a Christian? That's a why you can leave. No. That's why you always no. got to leave. You got to leave religion and like political stuff you got to leave it out of the locker room with your players that's why i feel like it's it's good for people to it's, i understand people kneeling and, and make bring awareness to to you know uh what's going on and what makes them uncomfortable and so on and so forth so i i grasp that at the same time like i would just say more or less like religion is something you should leave out of sports. Like, I mean, we prayed before, yeah. uh, before or after every game. Before, before I think, right, every game, and that's like, it's all right, cool. But what if we had a Muslim teammate? Like, think, yeah. like we never think about that, like, because we're young. Like, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. don't, you don't think about like how that affects somebody else, like, or what they, what they think, like, like what they like, how they feel, or how alienated you can yeah. make people feel. I'm like, sure hugs would have been sensitive to that. Fact. No, of course I'm sure you yeah, would have. Course, like yeah. that's our that's our environment. So you like we assume he would be because you know he's very sensitive toward all of our different things. But maybe another coach in another team or in another like you know what I'm saying they they may not be as sensitive. I feel like you leave religion out of it because the sooner like that's the whole Mark Jackson thing that happened like a while back. It was more or less like Mark Jackson's like hosting like a small uh, small uh, you know church venue like he's uh, uh what do you call it? a pastor or whatever the case may be and he was like you know talking and inviting players to you know go to church with him and then some guys felt that those guys that went to church were like favored more or less you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like you have things like that happening not to mention people that disagree with religion you know how people feel about their religion more or less yeah. right? so right. it's just the it's a touchy thing so to leave it out of sports would be the best thing and the grand scheme of things i feel like we all our team is supposed to be a family You're supposed to support each other no matter what the differences are and um i seen the other day where um dang i can't forget my i think it's myers leonard he uh he stood up during while everybody was kneeling during the national anthem for the nba and um but he had his teammates yeah. support because his teammates was like kind of holding their arm around him while he was standing up and he had his reason why he wanted to stand instead of kneel with his teammates but they understood and they came together and they did what they you know they supported each other anyway and i feel like that's how it's supposed to go you're not always going to agree with each other but you still you go into war with each other so y'all got to find that yeah. common ground somehow yeah he wasn't the only one that didn't kneel either. yeah I mean, exactly john, john, john isaac didn't kneel either and yeah he didn't people and it's like all right like no one i kind of feel like that the whole thing of like people kneeling, like it's like of course like it's important and we all know that everybody uh supports what's going on and with the uh with the police brutality and so on and so forth. So like we grasp that. Doesn't mean that every single person has to kneel. Doesn't mean that like, you know, you could feel how you feel 
whatever the case may be. I feel like people just do a, they do a disservice to just like forcing people to do things they don't want to do. Like you don't. Right. Whether, yeah. yeah, Just like when they were forcing people to not kneel, you know what I mean? So it's it's kind of like that backwards. Like do, do you, you know, leave it, leave it because like, you started to have things like you, did you see what happened with Jonathan Isaac didn't kneel? Like you see all that stuff, like after he got injured, like that's like terrible, bro. Like that's yeah, disgusting. People probably dragged him. Like out. people are sitting there like saying all kinds of ruthless things. And it's like, damn, like that's tough that because like he, the man even gave a, 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 a grant after the speech was like, uh, but I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it. He just was kind of talking in circles. I didn't circle, understand yeah, it. I know. Yeah. He gave a speech after the game and I kind of felt like, okay, like, I mean, that's your reason, whatever, but, I mean, whatever you uh, want to do. That guy. I, I, Here we go. Let's <laughs> hear how you can justify someone being heard as a, oh, you should have did something, so you deserve this. Like that's strange. Wow. <laughs> yeah, because everybody—that's okay. the whole point. Like everybody makes mistakes and everybody does things, and everybody has a a different. Like you said before, everybody learns differently, and you gotta you gotta be able to just talk to people when these things happen, as opposed to you know the other things. So. I wouldn't wish or laugh about anybody just being harmed because of a disagreement or not. Or he fully didn't understand, obviously. Agree. I wouldn't wish harm on anyone either, but I guess I'll be that, that guy that says, I mean, it's crazy how things work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't take a knee and tore his knee. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Wow. So you looking kinda, at like I'm, karmic retribution. I, I mean, it's kind of like the energy. I'm a, I'm a big, I'm a big energy guy. You know what I mean? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of, kind of like the energy you put out. It comes back. You know what I mean? But I, absolutely, me. it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird thought because you don't want anyone to get mm-hmm. hurt. But it's kind of. I don't know, but nothing happened. Yeah, yeah, I could get that, but nothing happened to Myers Leonard though. And and he didn't stand like, out. Yeah, but he doesn't have a, a parent. Uh, he doesn't have a, a obligation to though, as opposed to John and I. Like, nobody has an know, obligation to, bro. We thing. could all protest in our own ways, and you don't have to kneel. Having obligation to, in certain light, whereas other people feel that John and Isaac has to support this because he is black, or that's true. So it's like. You have to deal with stuff like that, which, you know, everybody has to be on one cord, one mind, one everything with this thing, as opposed to like everything else. Though. So. So question, if you if you, yeah. do y'all think just asking your opinion, do y'all think if somebody doesn't kneel that they don't support the black lives or they don't wear a Black Lives Matter shirt during this whole thing that they don't support it? I don't know. Like, you don't know what people feel or what they do until they literally say what they feel or do. Like, I just don't know. Like, he yeah. can feel how he wants to that feel. I thought something. it was stupid. I thought it was stupid yeah, what he said something. personally. But, I mean, it can say yeah, whatever. Yeah, it can yeah, say yeah. something. You can take that as, I could take literally anything someone says a disrespect. You just posted something the other day. You were talking about, is it is it supposed to be somebody that walks in the room and says something or the person that sits there and it's in the room already says something and people take both yeah. as disrespect. Like you can't literally right. appease anybody. So mm-hmm. like do it yeah. like right. if, at the end of the day, bro, like it's do what like, you if I'm gonna do. go off of what somebody's doing without talking all the time. I mean it is what it is. Like I mean I can't I can't read their mind. So if you're gonna just like read nonverbal cues all the time, then I guess but yeah. 
Because yeah. I think there's people, because there's people yeah. out there that, you know, they're doing all the protesting and wearing the shirts and kneeling and all that stuff. And in their heart, they don't really feel that way. They don't feel that way. It's just like. So you never know what somebody's right. intentions you don't even know are. What you're doing. Like, I'd rather people know yeah. what they're doing and why they're doing mm-hmm. it and just having people just there. Like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just those same people. Or just keep it real. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Let's, let's get off this topic. But back to Kerry Martin, though. He said this, the coach called him retarded and yeah. yelled at him. Is that do you guys take offense to that? I've heard all that soft. Man, I can't. Different people have basketball career, right? Like people say all kinds of shit, like on a basketball. Yeah, court. I've been called a lot of names. That's what I'm saying. By your yeah. coach? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't mean that. Just checking. Just checking. It doesn't mean. I don't right. know what y'all talking about. I haven't been called anything. I don't know there what you go. guys been you're through. Golden boy. I haven't been called golden anything. Golden boy. <laughs> nah, but literally, yeah, like I've been called numerous things by coaches, and it's just like, doesn't mean it's right, but right. It doesn't like that stuff didn't really like deter me more or less. Like, yeah. But that was just mm-hmm. me though. Like, I don't really care what the hell you think about me. Yeah, I think that someone, comes down. Oh, go, go ahead, Joe. As someone who's been called every name in the book, when <laughs> I heard that, I was like, hold up. So that's what he, that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? But then it went on to the religion thing and all this other stuff. Yeah, so, it doesn't mean it's right that he said all yeah. that stuff. And do you, you're not supposed to be saying these things, period. To, it's to, just a change of time. Yeah, it's just a, yeah. <laughs> y'all, but do y'all think, <laughs> do y'all think that we just so desensitized to it that we don't find nothing wrong with it? Do you think it's something wrong with us that we're so desensitized <laughs> to when we hear that we're like, oh, he's just being soft? Nah, not even that. Because I don't think you don't think is, so. I don't think he's being soft. That's just like at the end no. of the day, like there's certain things that you, people had to deal with a long time ago that they shouldn't have had to, but they just did it anyway. And got through it yeah. regardless. The, I mean, you yeah. shouldn't have to but, hear, like, are you retarded or blah, blah, blah. You shouldn't have to hear that from somebody that's supposed to be mentoring you away from home. Like, that's true, not your, that's not what you're supposed to listen to. Yeah. You're not supposed to, like, send your kid to college so that the, the coach can sit there and antagonize him about religion. Like, true. so, yeah. like, that's not why you send your kids to college. Have they done it in the past? Like, is Bob Knight's way the right way all the time, maybe? No, maybe not. Not to say Bob Knight did those things. Maybe he did worse. Who knows? I wasn't there. But I'm just throwing out coaches that were, like, you know, who are looked at as demonstrative coaches or something like that. Yeah. So, like, is it right to have that happen back then? No, but they just eat it and went about things. Just, like, the whole thing with parents being a little bit more like physical with their children, like beating their kids back then, as opposed to like 20 years later, it's like, yo, you really don't have to go about it this way all the time. Like there's you certain know? ways you can learn about it. There's certain ways <laughs> yeah. you can do things. You don't have to go about it all the time. Everything all doesn't have to be. And I, I know I grew up with kids whose parents would just whoop them on a drop of a dime. Like out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> like my dad didn't do that. I'm like if I got in trouble, my dad would probably like be a little, stern with me with shit like and maybe i get an ass whooping here or there it wasn't like a continuous ass whooping every day like, <laughs> it's like didn't i tell you that like no not every day like it was yeah. that's od so then you know over years it's like yo you can do this without doing that you can coach without calling your player retarded you I can think uh, that- <laughs> that's a good point there you got some good points to this that's yeah. what grass school will do for you so i, I finally that- read i read his tweets that he actually made and it seems like to me 
the most offensive part is the religious thing, like making him read scripture out of the Bible. Oh yeah, that's so deep. And giving what? him a book about how to find Christ. Are you kidding me? Oh, he has wow. to read it, or what? Like, what happens if he doesn't? Like, what? So he that's says. Crazy. He says that. Um, so during the season, he found out that I had converted my religion and pulled me into his office on multiple occasions. Talked about religion. He was also giving me a book about how to find Christ and has even read me scriptures out his FCA Bible. Mm. That's like, just like forcing religion on somebody now. Like this, that's a whole different subject. Exactly. Yeah. Like basically telling him you need to find Christ and be a Christian. And there's probably a way he could have went about that where he could have had like a Bible study and compared their religions and just had, built the relationship in that way. You know what I mean? He didn't have to. Or here's the here's the idea. I wonder how don't much you knew about the talk kid. About yeah, leave religion out of it. <laughs> don't I know, talk about it. Out of it, but yeah, yeah if you did do some stuff like that. How about you just sit there and learn about what his religion is before yeah. you just, and assume your religion is extremely better <laughs> at the, like what? What are we talking about? Yeah, I, I, I like, just want to know like, why he was so adamant about like, like these, wanting to change his religion. Like I, I don't, don't know. Like, oh, my religion yeah. better, and this is what you need to do. Like what? Like. Yeah, so yeah. that's somebody's mentor that went that was in college. And how many years was he doing that that we didn't know of? Like, and maybe he didn't do it like out of like malice for all I know. Who knows? Maybe he just was doing it like, like being ignorant, didn't understand what he was doing. Who knows? I don't. I wasn't there. True, but, but like, the other issues wrong, too. <laughs> right. This the other stuff kind of annoys me too. Like him talking about politics. It says during the 2019 season, he was talking about President Trump and how he should build the wall and keep Hispanics out the country. And there's a Hispanic in the position meeting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, are you kidding so me? Scratch all that stuff I said. He's he's wild. <laughs> <laughs> he's a problem. Wow, boy. Alabama, right? Oh he's god. Wild, bro. They, they came from Alabama, right? So, yeah. Wow, man, Troy. Yeah. And then he said the most recent incident with Coach Vic was in our position meeting June 22nd of 2020. Coach Vic tells us about the conversation he had with his son about the writing and protesting. And his exact words were, quote, if people did not want to get tear gassed or pushed back by the police, then they shouldn't be outside protesting. Mm. Like, wow. Dude, oh, I mean, God. if you wanted to debate, he should have just came to the final forecast. We could have talked about this. Hell yeah, we could have. So if you protest in general, you're you're automatically sentenced to tear gassing, unless you're protesting yeah. about wearing a mask or protesting putting up a wall. Apparently, just yeah, saying. Nice. Wow, hey, that goes out to everybody, man. Just leave your opinions to yourself until somebody, if somebody <laughs> asks for them, because yeah. yeah. right? no, obviously nobody wants to know about your opinions, bro. Like, yeah, you could, why are you forcing your opinions on everybody? Yeah, you could share your opinions. Leave it. Be the God-fearing Christians that you be the God-fearing Christians that you claim to be. Leave it alone. Thank you. Be nice people. Be nice people. If, you want, if you want to debate, you can write me on Twitter at jflow forty one. We can talk there about it. Speaking of debating your Twitter there, John, let's talk about your, your tweet that I just saw. Oh, I have a great idea. What's the tweet? Yeah, you got the tweet? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead and read it. So, random thought. I like how you really stretch that out there at 1238. Like, that's what she I'm said. Not like, like a baiting. That's what she said. I saw the base level of the tweet. I was like, oh, my God. It really was <sighs> random. I just had an epiphany. At, epiphany. Uh, yes. At base level, that's... A, a, a trolling tweet no i'm serious what are you talking I'm, about i'm talking about a base level though like when i see when i hear it and i, and I excuse me, when i read it I, I, I it's the first thing i thought of was like all right this is 
Definitely. It's a, it's a great idea. So I mean, let's I, let our listeners know what, what the post is. So John said, let's put up some statues of Pitt and Marshall players at the Coliseum. I love your smiley face after that. Hmm. To preserve the history of the backyard brawl in Capital Classic. We don't have the game anymore, so we don't want to erase the history of classic games. <laughs> Yo, I love it. It's so funny. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Let's get some John Elmore statues up. At the Coliseum. <laughs> I love it. What is the oh. problem? You're right. I, be, I you're right. I'm not tripping nonetheless. We're we doing it in any other any other time, so why not do it now? Yeah, it's true. That's, that's yeah, very true. It's, it's acceptable Some, stuff. Someone said as Clearly. long as they pay for it, then it's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <there. laughs> I'm out of that one. I'm gonna leave it alone. Yeah. So. Did did you guys see some of the responses, John? Were you looking at the responses? Of course. He uh, was. no, I'm not right he now. He checked his phone. He probably checked his phone every minute to see, <laughs> it, to see what people said about it. Somebody, somebody so, said, "Dude, are you high or just stupid?" <laughs> <laughs> this is like immediate, I, it's an immediate it's an immediate retort to everything else. Oh, like, so if someone disagrees with it, you and then you agree on other things. It just you look like an absolute idiot. But nobody got <laughs> nobody like, got it though. I, I, I think mean, I guarantee people it. got it. Of course, people got it. It's just like once again, if you, you just think so, guarantee. Like if I sat there, it was like if I was saying the other thing that we were talking about prior. I'm just gonna leave it at the other thing. If I said <laughs> the other thing that we were talking about prior, it's like, oh, are you kidding me? They shouldn't be taking these things down. This is history, and then. And then all of a sudden, I disagree with that. It's almost as if, like, why would why would someone want to uh, subjugate themselves to their rival being statued daily? Listen, yeah. I don't I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm talking about your tweet. I'm trying to preserve the history here. They're trying to erase our history. To so we clearly, sick need a statue of, of a pit player at the Coliseum. Nothing like trolling. At his highest I form, I don't know what you're talking. Form. That was definitely know. that was your that was your basic your basic level of trolling there. I've seen you do crazy. I don't think you put up statues of your enemies. No, why would? How are we going to remember the history if we don't have a a, a Marshall? Uh, why can't we put up a statue of a West Virginia player that played in one of those games? Because it's the history. <laughs> why can't the plaque say W versus Pitt with the dates and the backyard brawls with a Mountaineer player? He's trying to stay away from his answer because at the end of the day, his answer is rooted on the same, the same basis. Um, his answer is rooted in his answer is rooted in Confederacy statues. Like that's what yeah. it comes down to. So it John, do you just sit around at night and just like, how can I piss people off? Uh, today, <laughs> one I feel of the like responses someone said he's on that shit again. I don't see what the problem is. I like as soon as I, yeah. as I read it, I was just like, Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm not even getting involved in this one. I'm about I to retweet it. I didn't even retweet it because I was like, I don't even want the crazy ass people that he talks to to follow me. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, I'm retweeting this. This is, this is good stuff. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Don, literally, if you literally like watch the people that John had, like these are obviously uh, great human beings, but 
Some of them. But uh, like some of the people that John ends up having these debates with, like I always wonder about him. Like one dude literally accused black people of lying about everything that's ever been said. Like I, I don't, I, I can't even argue with the guy. I just like, it, I was just sitting there. I don't want to retweet anything John says because I don't want these people like hounding me. Yo, I just don't understand. They find my page, they're gonna really go crazy. What I learned, what I learned though, is that like some people are just stuck in their ways. Like you just never gonna change your mind. You can give them all the facts, and all they really have to do is just look it up. You know what I mean? Like they don't even want to look shit up. Yeah. They'll, they'll still just stick with what they believe in that shit. So What's yeah, that's what you gotta leave it alone. Wait, that's leave it alone. I mean, like don't don't uh. You don't always have to engage with people like that. Just because people feel like you're tearing apart their uh, their uh, their great memories and their history and yada yada. So it's just like, all right, you can feel how you feel. But they know right, though. Right. They yeah, they know. They know. No, one's re- no one's that. Yeah, they know. They just don't want. They won't admit it, but yeah. they know. It's not a big deal. But my thing, like I had a I had a good debate yesterday though. I mean, with, yeah, I was there. I didn't see that. Uh, it's really it's really informative. You know what I mean? He, I, I mean, I taught him some stuff that he didn't know. I forgot though what it was, but he said he learned some stuff. Mm. So it was cool. It was a uh, actually a uh, veteran. Shout out oh. to to him, JJJ. Yeah. I think he got his leg blown off in in battle. <laughs> oh, appreciate your service, but he was really like open to the conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's I think that's important think- to be able to talk about these things though. But, yeah, we got to stop being so fixated on trying to change people's minds, and then Thank and th- you. rather than just help the the generation that's coming up to to like, so they don't learn the same things that the the generation before them learned, that they know different ways, so that they can be, I guess, I would say, adapt more to what we what we mean and understand more what we're talking about. We just got to build more empathetic. Like empathetic human beings, man. Yeah, no, I agree. I think both, I feel like both ways, ways are important, though, Kev. I was yeah, like, no, no, no. I that. think both ways are important too, but yeah. I think it's more important to instead of trying to reteach somebody who's already stuck in their ways, than to just you know try to mold new minds into thinking differently. Yeah, most definitely, I feel the, what you just said is very actually true in, in a sense, and I, th- I guess we are saying the same thing. Like teaching the younger kids the importance of these things is very like. That's that's greater. I feel like you still need to talk to these people. And I say talk to them. And at first I was like literally like three shows ago, I was telling John, I was like, I have I want nothing to do with these people. But John, like, <laughs> he was like, no, you really do have to talk to people because I mean it helps in a sense. Like, and if I debate with somebody and then me and this person actually have a an actual open dialogue where I listen to what these talks about and or she talks about, and then they actually listen to what I talk about and so on and so forth, and we can we can meet in the middle on respect to one another. Maybe like at respect and that admiration could lead to like breaking down a, a wall where maybe they'll even take a deeper listen to what I'm saying and where I'm coming from and why I feel the way I feel and what reasons I like I have for feeling this way, as opposed to just writing it off as, oh, that's just like some person just running his mouth. Like, and then I can do the same thing and find out what's what, you know what I'm saying? Cause mm-hmm. like, otherwise like, these are going to be the people like we can talk to kids as much as we want to, but they're going to have kids too. Like, so yeah, us true. breaking that barrier down is like super important, not breaking the barrier down of like them, like feeding each other, everyone's opinion, but more or less just like when you're around people, maybe 
if somebody that's like doesn't feel that Black Lives Matter is like important or whatever the case may be, or it's a waste of time or blah, 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 and black people get what they deserve, yada, yada. Maybe when they meet me and then we hang out and they learn that I'm a good person, maybe they can sit there and go, maybe not all black people are doing that. And then right. they'll be in more apt to sit there and listen and then see the issues that I may have or may raise with other people. And if they take that serious, then that's more or less like them, you know, breaking down that like brick or that wall that they're holding up of like what's right or what's wrong and all that shit. So, yeah. but you know, yeah. though, speaking about the black lives matter, you have to admit something happened recently that just, I don't know. It touched me for sure. And it showed a lot of promise. When was the last time that many people came together to protest one thing and support each other like that? And there was people, not just black, white, everybody went out there but to help each other. That's what I said. That's what I say too. Like, like we was talking about when due to his ACL, like God's the way God works. You know what I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. a pandemic. People have time to actually go outside and go to these uh, protests and stuff like that, and come together like that. They don't, they don't. They don't have anything to do. They don't have to get up and go to work the next day. So yeah, it's, it's just crazy how the timing is. You know what I mean? True, yeah. but it just looked very promising. You know, it just. Yeah. There was a moment, and yeah. and hopefully it continues. Yeah, yeah hopefully everybody realizes that it's. I mean, the whole once again, like I'm in support of the movement more or less, not like some political thing or anything like that. Right. I'm more supportive of the movement, but the bigger movement. I'm in. It's human. It's human rights, bro. Like it's all a human rights issue at the end of the day, bro. Like there are mm-hmm. human beings being mistreated. So at the end yeah, of the day, yeah, we gotta speak out on it. Yeah, we got it. Just like if there was. Uh, somebody in the LGBT community that's being mistreated, like wrong is wrong. It doesn't matter if it's, they don't look like me, like wrong is wrong. So hundred percent. Yeah. That's, that's the new thing they're trying to do with the uh, black lives matter movement. Well, people on Twitter, they're saying they're trying to say the organization is for this, 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 and the, and the third win. Because, yeah. Cause it got, cause if people put money into it and now it's like an organization as opposed to like a movement, once again, like a, I don't, I'm not sure what John and Kevin are doing, but I'm not in any organizations personally. So I can't attribute to what an organization is doing. But what I can attribute to is the fact that it's a movement and what it's rooted in. And it's rooted in people saying the police brutality towards a certain group of people is going on. And it's, that's where I'm at with it. Like, no. Yeah, I see. But, yeah. And just saying and people on Twitter who think I'm serious and think you're getting out of my skin with some of this stuff. Listen, I'm just bored. <laughs> I really don't care what you think. You might. I mean, some people have opened my eyes to some things, but mm-hmm. you won't get under my skin or anything. So yeah, I really don't care. I feel like that's that's the way we're going to make real change. If we just sit down and listen to each other and and talk through our differences and what we can do to make things better when you just ignore that's my whole problem that i had when this all first started is people they see the movement they see everything going on they see people kneeling wearing the shirts but they're still trying to they see the video of people doing it and they still try to act like it's not happening nothing's wrong in the world yeah Mm -hmm. and that's what what upsets me the most is like we just want you to to admit acknowledge yeah not even admit acknowledge that it's happening like you know that's like yeah even like people who who want to say things that aren't true but if they think if they say it enough it'll become real you know it's like the same concept you're listening to the final forecast podcast 
easier to understand than Kevin Jones singing a Russian language love song, but way less sensual too. So John, uh, rumor has it that you and Jess are starting a podcast. Oh yeah. Got a podcast. There we go. Uh, Me and the wife started a podcast. Uh, It's called Growing Flowers. It's in the works. She's a little shy. She doesn't, I'm trying to get her to open up more. <laughs> and uh, just talk a little bit more and just be open with, you know what I mean? Because what I was trying to tell her was like, can't have a podcast if you're going to, you know, we got to kind of put stuff out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So it's like talking about your relationship, maybe some things that you guys go through. Is that the concept or just a podcast in general talking about whatever? It's basically talking about our relationship. I think we have a dynamic relationship and where we like travel overseas, like got to live overseas and yeah, being married to a overseas basketball player. And, and now having a child with him. Having a child and yeah, so it's it's gonna it should be interesting, you know what I mean? I think it could be because you may remember I think it was our first podcast we did live in Bridgeport, and you were talking about how <laughs> you and Jess got into a fight about the trash. How you didn't take out the trash, and I think you left the McDonald's bag or something on the counter. It was the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Like, I'm sure you guys go through stuff like that all the time. If if she's willing to be open about it, I think it could be hysterical. Yeah, it's 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 a very relatable podcast. You know what I mean? It's not we're not giving out relationship advice for damn sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. we're not perfect in any, <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Any sort of way. We're just yeah. shooting the shit, basically. Yeah. I like it, though. Show other people that, like, look, it's normal. It's normal to not always get along. It's normal to get pissed off because someone didn't close a cabinet. Yeah, we'll get, you know, we'll get Jay and Meg on there and really stir some shit up. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward no, to won't. it. I like it. No, watching won't. watching John's stories every day. I'm I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, I was about to say I'll be a, I'll, I'll listen from time to time. You would not get me and Meg on that show though. <laughs> <laughs> Is yeah, John scared? No, he's just not putting. Any in- information to yeah. not <laughs> John is once again the master troll of the scenarios. I'm not going to let him start a fight in my home. <laughs> well, I look forward to it. Yes, man. Thanks, well. Thanks, guys. Me too. Yeah, yeah. We will release episode one on this wow, feed. Wow, where the so- hell is that voice coming from? Is that God? <laughs> God, is that you? Subscribe to this show. But you I think will- we're gonna release uh, episode one on this feed. Fucking God, what is your fucking deal? I swear to God. But I think what we're the? Release- you guys hear something? Dave, you got Tourette's or something? What the <laughs> hell? Just what the? You just spazzed out. Yeah, but I think we're gonna release episode one on the final forecast. If that's cool with everybody. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Get some listeners. Uh, Dave is producing that too. I, I haven't heard from him today, but <laughs> yeah, where, yeah, where has Dave been? I don't know. Leave Dave alone. Hope, hope he's doing okay. <laughs> there he goes. We're talking about Dave for like 30, 40 minutes. He hasn't popped up, but then now he popped up. <laughs> oh, now we've pissed him off. He's going through it. Poor guy. That was another episode of the Final Forecast featuring me, one of your co-hosts, Kevin Jones, and my other co-host, John Flowers. Yep. 
other co-host Deshaun Butler. Yep. And as and of course, as always, our lovely co-host Ashley. That's me. And our annoying producer Dave. Uh, he won't be saying anything. Don't worry about it. Don't 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 worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs>